This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. I'm Tom Ruich, and today's episode is called How to Enjoy Work More and Gripe Less. As always, I'll kick off this episode with a story. Back in the early 1990s, I was a newspaper reporter in Northern Virginia, and I worked with a lot of people who didn't want to be newspaper reporters. One weekend, I went to a party with some of my friends from the newspaper. We had a few drinks, and then as always happened on the weekends after a few drinks, my co-workers launched into a gripe session about their jobs. This job sucks, one said. Another said, You'd think with all the money they're making, they could invest in some decent computers. And then another took control of the CD player and put on that song by the animals. The gripe session turned into a sing-along. We gotta get out of this place if it's the last thing we ever do. (laughs) When the song was over, they played it and sang it again. And when that second go-round ended and the room turned silent, I turned to my coworkers and said, So when you get out of this place, where are you going to go? They looked at me as if I was a Martian. Total silence until one of them screamed, anywhere but here. And the rest of them cheered and they smashed their beer bottles together in a toast and they screamed in unison, anywhere but here, anywhere but here. I rolled my eyes and marched to the fridge to grab a refill. Three years later, after I'd moved back to St. Louis, one of those co-workers got married in Virginia, and I flew out for the wedding. The old gang was there, and all but one still worked at that place they vowed to get out of. Looking back, I believe they truly hated their job and would have gotten out of there if they had it in them to do it. But they never took that step because they didn't have any idea where they wanted to go. They had thousands of little gripes but they lacked one big, clear goal. So they were stuck. Which leads me to my guest today. Terry McDougall knows you can't get where you're going unless you're clear on where you want to go. You have to set clear goals. Terry is an executive and career coach and CEO of Terry B. McDougall Coaching. She helps high-achieving professionals remove obstacles that keep them stuck, so they can enjoy more success and satisfaction in their lives and careers. Before becoming a coach, Terry was a longtime corporate marketing executive where she led teams, developed strategies, and advised senior leaders to drive business results. She's the author of Winning the Game of Work, Career, Happiness, and Success on Your Own Terms. She's also the host of the Marketing Mambo podcast. Terry McDougall, welcome 
to the Story Power Marketing Show. Tom, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And and I know because we talked this through before uh, we we uh, queued up this episode, but uh, you can relate to that story I told. You've dealt with a lot of people who have a thousand little gripes, but don't have that one big goal. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you can relate. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if I'm honest, I, I will share with you that there was a time in my career when I felt like that too. And Basically, when people are doing that, they're fearful of stepping up and taking responsibility for their own career satisfaction. And I think that at the heart of it, a lot of times uh, what's there is, you know, deep down inside is a fear that if they get clear on what it is that they want, that maybe they won't get it. And, um, you know, it's, it's covered up with a lot of things like the complaining, like the, you know, commiserating, you know, they always say misery likes company. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, so, you know, I, I think that what needs to happen in those cases and you nailed it, which is you're never going to get to your destination unless you get clear on where it is that you want to go. People always need to start with the goal. And, um, I often see it with people when I'm, um, exploring whether we're going to work together, that they're they're seriously in a lot of pain at work. Like it's just not a good fit. You know, maybe it's an abusive environment. They've outgrown their role. Whatever they can relate very closely with the pain of it, and often they they don't flip the table and stop talking about what they don't want and start talking about what they do want. And when you get clear on, okay, I know what I don't want. What does it look like? What would it look like if I was in a, a situation that I really enjoyed? And that is when you start getting clear on what the goal is, you know, and when, once you get clear on what the goal is, then you can start putting together a plan to get there. But one of the issues that happens so often is that part of the reason why people don't do that is because there's fear around maybe not knowing the actions that they need to take. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll say to people, well, you know, what do you want? And they'll either say one of two things, either I don't know what I want, which I actually believe that deep down inside, everybody does know what they want, Mm -hmm. um, but they're protecting themselves from it. Or what they'll do is say, I know exactly what I want, but here's the long list of reasons why I can't have it. And That's the mistake right there, because these are two separate things. What you want and how you're going to get there are two separate things. I mean, you know, an example could be that, like, you want to go on vacation, you know, say you want to go from St. Louis to Los Angeles. Well, there's many different ways that you could get there. But, you know, maybe your first uh, your first decision is that, hey, I want to go to L.A. for vacation in the fall. Okay, well. Once you decide that, you can decide, am I going to drive? Am I going to take the train? Am I going to fly? You know, am I going to go on a bus? Uh, You know, you can get there many different ways, but you have to commit to this is where I want to go. Yeah. And and, an interesting point about that, using that analogy, is that you can decide, I want to go from St. Louis to L.A., And then you can decide, I'm going to use a car to get there. I'm going to drive. And you might map out your route, but 
you can also expect that, you know, there might be some detours. I might yes. decide to take the back road for a little while. The bridge yep. may be out and, and make me go there, but mm-hmm. at least you're moving forward. And yes. if you hit that detour, you don't turn around and say, I hit a detour. Or you just, or, or just sit there, yeah. pull over to the side of the road and just sit there forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You don't turn around and go back. You don't just sit there. You pivot and you, you move figure on. It and, out. You figure yeah, it out. And, and, you know, honestly, the other thing about this is that, and I mean, I've seen this play out in actuality with people's careers, but maybe you're on the way to LA and halfway there, you're like, you know what? We just drove by the exit for Santa Fe, New, Mex- New Mexico. I've never been there before. Like, maybe we should go there instead, right? Yeah. Sometimes just on the journey, you find something that is actually better than what you were initially looking for. Yeah. But if you don't get started, you'll never find it. Yep. I I love that. And, you know, part of the reason I wanted to have you on the show, Terry, is that this mindset affects not just people broadly in their careers, but it also affects people who are very solid in in their business and aren't looking for any uh, Mm -hmm. job change, but they're stuck in the same way with marketing, as an example. Mm -hmm. They're making all of the excuses about why it might work or why they don't like doing something, and they lose sight of that end destination and they don't just get in the car and go. So I'm I'm curious because you came from that marketing background Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if you've experienced the same thing, both for yourself um, and in, in watching the people you work with either back in your, your corporate marketing days or in your uh, coaching and consulting days these days. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, what we're talking about here is a human condition that relates to many different situations. And anytime that we're not satisfied with what we have and we choose to accept it and sort of like go into that maybe victim-like mentality, and sometimes maybe it's not even quite the victim mentality, but it's just like begrudging acceptance, you know, Mm -hmm. tolerance of something that is less than. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that can happen. That can happen with marketing. Well, you know, I guess the results aren't what I expected, but whatever, I guess that's the best we can do, right? At some point, we've got to, you know, zoom out and look at the bigger picture and understand what's going on. And quite frankly, take responsibility for the results. Mm -hmm. Now, it, I think that what keeps people from doing that is fear. They're like, well, what if, what if I don't know the answer to this? What's going to happen if I even explore doing something different? What if I, you know, what if I go from being like an expert to, to going back to being a, a beginner because I'm trying mm-hmm. something new? Mm-hmm. You know, these are, these are scary and they're risky. Um, and at the same time, we don't make progress unless we step outside of our comfort zone, regardless of what the situation is, whether it's, you know, career, you know, job search, whether it's evolving your marketing plan, whether it's getting clear about maybe a different uh, direction you need to go in with your business. But, you know, at some point we have to zoom out and not 
you know, for a lot of high achieving people, their first instinct is, you know, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, they double down, they take on more, they go faster. But if you're going in the right direction and you're going faster, that's a mistake. Right. Right. And, and, and so I imagine there are people who are listening to this, who heard my story, who hear what you're saying right now and think, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard this, set the big goals, get in motion, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done, Terry and Tom. So, so how do you help a client get started? What advice would you give beyond mm-hmm. just, hey, set that big goal to those newspaper mm-hmm. colleagues of mine? What, what's yeah. the process? How do you help people get moving? Well, set that goal? I mean, I, I will listen to them in the beginning. I, I, want them to be in touch with that pain, right? Because it's only through the decision to move away from the pain and not through, you know, drinking more beers or complaining, but or singing more you know, songs. Yes, doing something different to get a different result. Right. But a lot of times the pain can drive that, you know, because they say that change occurs when um, you know, the, the pain of change is, or whatever, the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain or the, the fear of doing something different. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about it, right. And, and really kind of get it out there. And then I, like I said earlier, say, okay, we've talked about what you don't want. What is it that you do want? And yeah. often, like I said, people will say, well, I'm not really sure what I want. And I'll ask them questions like, okay, when you were a little kid, what did you want to be? Right. And sometimes that can, you know, and maybe they say a fireman or a ballerina, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's exactly what they want to be. Right. But if they like, I wanted to be an artist when Mm -hmm. I was a a child and I was a marketer, it wasn't that I really wanted to paint or whatever. It was that I wanted to be creative in what I did for a living. And I was able to do that as a marketer. And I was also able, I like money too. And that's so I was able to be creative and make money um, yeah. by, by you know, trading my creativity in the business world, uh, in the marketing function. But, you know, we, I, I also have like workbooks that I'll give people that go through like, okay, let's look at your values. I'm going to ask you to write like 10 sex success stories from your, uh, career or from your, you know, academics or volunteer, you know, so we can take a look at that and start to pull out threads of, where that person gets satisfaction from. And a lot of times people have skills that they can recombine in a different way to do something different. Um, But it's, it's important. I think if you want long-term career satisfaction and frankly success that you do something that you like to do and something that you're good at. And there are a lot of people out there that are doing things that they're good at that they don't like to do. Yeah. And that's, it's a misery, you know, it can be miserable. Yeah. I, I think it's so important. And you said something really critical a moment ago when you were describing the scenario, you, t- you said, I want to be more creative or, or, uh, express my creativity. And what I often hear when people are talking about their career goals, they'll, they'll say, I want to be the vice president of this or the in charge of that. And they'll talk in terms of job titles or I want to work for company X. And, and in story power marketing, 
will often talk about you're you're expressing a, a story. You're saying here is some feature or benefit that we offer. We can help you work at Company X, says mm-hmm. uh, says Coach Terry. Um, but that's not really the goal. No. The question that follows those not fully cooked statements or transformations is, well, what would that really mean for you? Yes. What yeah, would that definitely. really do for you personally and professionally if you had job X or worked yeah. at company Y? And as you begin to probe, what would that mean for you? What would that mean for you? You get to an answer that might be, well, really deep down, I'm a creative person. And in my current work, I'm not able to express my yes. creativity. I want to express my creativity. And the interesting thing about that is that when you do that from a marketing perspective, where you really boil down what it is that mm-hmm. you're delivering to your your mm-hmm. your prospects, or you boil down from a, a career perspective what it is they need in their work, they have much greater clarity that the solution is is closer to them than they think. Oftentimes, yes. and actually, I'll pose this as a question: How often, when you work with a client, do you start with someone who uh, is singing, "We got to get out of this place"? But then they realize that, well, wait a minute, with a few adjustments and a, a little bit of clarity, I might be okay right where I am. It, it happens a good amount of the time. Um, you know, I, I work with people in three different areas. One is somebody who's in a role and they just want to be more effective. A lot of times it's somebody who's gotten promoted or, you know, they're in a leadership position and they've gotten some feedback that, you know, they need to delegate more or they need to improve their communication. You know, they're, they're relatively happy, but they know they need to be more effective. So I'll work with them. Um, I also work with people who are in job search. And then I work with people who are at the crossroads. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're bringing up songs, uh, the clashes, should I stay or should I go comes right. to mind with right. those clients. Yeah. And I'd say about half the time with those folks, um, you know, when we're, we're getting at the heart of what's going on, about half the time, they'll be like, yeah, I got to get out of this place, right? I, I really do. You know, maybe I've been kind of deluding myself because I'm kind of scared to go out there. But it really isn't a good fit anymore. And about half the time, um, once we're exploring, and maybe we we identify some skills that need to be developed. Um, and once they start developing those, they they either uh, become more effective and they fall back in love with their job, or they recognize that you know what I've been here for ten years and there's a lot of opportunities here. I never thought about how I could you know, maybe pivot within the organization, which is a lot easier to do that because they already know you and they're much more willing to give you uh, a shot than if you go out and try to get hired by a company that never doesn't know you at all. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. A lot of times when people first approach me, they'll say, this is how it starts. Like, I really want to start looking for a new job and do you help people with their resumes? And <laughs> I'm like, well... Yes. I mean, I help people with their resumes as part of the coaching programs that I work with them on, but that's not where I start because right. that's a that's a tactical approach. Yeah. The resume is not going to get you a job. We start right. with what's your goal. And a lot right. of times you don't even need a resume to get another job, okay? Like I tell people go out and network, right? I've gotten I've had a lot of clients that you know, just started having very open-ended conversations with people. Because a lot of times people are like, 
I know I don't want to be doing what I'm doing right now. I kind of have a little inkling of what I want to do, but I'm not sure if it's a good fit. You know, and, and it's like you shouldn't quit your job and be like, okay, I'm going to take this flyer on some other career. Go out and find people that are doing the thing you think you want to do and talk yep. to them. Like, yep. what's it really like? How did you get into it? Have you ever seen somebody with my background be successful? Um, I've had a couple of clients who just with those kind of conversations, it's led to a job, like where, mm-hmm. you know, one, a guy was having a, a conversation, coffee meeting with somebody that um, he was introduced to. And by the end of the coffee meeting, um, the guy offered him a job because he just got to know him well enough. And he realized that his skill set, that they actually had a hole shaped like my client at their firm, but they mm-hmm. weren't even, they didn't even have any open positions. But, you know, after he was talking to him, he just kind of realized that he fit into a need that they weren't even fully aware they had. Um, another client, um, she wasn't sure what she wanted to do. She knew she didn't want to do what she was doing at the time. And we, um, actually she was doing sales and she was actually really good at sales, but she did not like it. It really stressed her out. She had like a master's in marketing from Northwestern and, um, but she had had like a big gap in her career. So it was a little bit hard for her to, you know, she didn't really have a a long history in in marketing in the corporate world. Um, But we started exploring different options. She's like, well, you know, I really wouldn't mind doing sales if I didn't have to, you know, go out and be banging on doors and that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, have you heard of customer success? Because it's sort of like the frontline salespeople hand off, you know, clients that are going to be onboarded to the customer success and they build the relationship they, they uh, you know, cross-sell and that sort of thing. Once she discovered that, she started uh, looking around. She found somebody that she knew that worked for another company in that area. She called her friend. Her friend said, we're hiring. Mm. Send me your resume. She got a job in, she got a job offer in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I, I actually thought that we might finish our time together without her getting a job. Cause you know, we were working together for like three months and in like the last two weeks of us working together, she got a job and it was, um, it was amazing. I mean, you know, it's, but uh, the universe is full of possibilities. And yeah. once we start taking action, I kind of feel like I, I think of like all of the atoms out around us, the air and so forth. They're like connect the dots. If we start yeah. stirring things up, Things get connected, you know, and and we don't know what direction they're going to go in. I mean, I love um, the analogy. I mean, I brought it up, but uh, you you took it further with, uh, you know, driving from St. Louis to to L.A. Um, There's so many different ways you could go. Right. And a lot of people at the beginning of it, they're like, well, I have to know every road I'm going to take every, you know, truck stop I'm going to pull into to, you know, get a diet Coke and fill up the tank. Like, no, just get started. You'll figure it out along the way. You will not, you know, you can always keep going and yeah, maybe you are going to pull over to the side of the road sometimes and pull out the map or call somebody, but you, you don't have to know every step you're going to take just to get started. Put your foot on the path you know, get in the car and put it in drive and start going. And have some purpose. There's a story I 
tell, a family legend. My great great grandfather, I think it was, came over from Russia in the mid 19th century. Ended up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where some people from the old country had settled and he knew to hook up with them. And he became a peddler, a door to door salesman. And the way that that worked is they would outfit you with a pack and all of the housewares that you were selling, mm-hmm. the cutlery and. Yeah. China and big pots and pans. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was instructed to head north and sell. That was, that was the instruction. And he knew the places, the waypoints where he was supposed to stop, turn in his money, refill his mm-hmm. pack, keep mm-hmm. his cut and mm-hmm. go on. But, but he had left behind his wife and three sons and he had a, a clear sense that here my my goal is to gather enough money to bring my family here and to find a place where ultimately I can settle and uh, raise my family and live out the American dream. And he headed north and sold, and he ended up over many, many, many months traversing the entire state of Wisconsin, Milwaukee's down in the southern Mm -hmm. end of Wisconsin, just north of Chicago, Illinois. And he made his way up to the northeast corner of Wisconsin, where it meets the upper peninsula of Michigan, and ended up in Norway, Michigan, which was a boomtown at the time because um, it was a big iron ore mining town, Mm -hmm. and it was a big lumber town. And he set up a little shop with literally at first with wares from his back and ended up um, running a department store that, that occupied an entire city block Wow! after, you know, by the turn of the century, he, he had the Ruich department store wow, in Norway, Michigan. So cool. And, and, you know, he, he didn't have a triptych that said, this is exactly where we're going to go. He just yeah. knew he was going to head north and sell. And he had a purpose and a reason mm-hmm. for doing it. And that ended up, you know, I love that story. And it, it, it really encapsulates so much of what we've been talking about today. You don't know exactly where you're going to go. You just have to sort of have a north star that yeah. you follow. You know, and... and um there's infinite possibilities at every point. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you, if you think of it in one way, that's scary. Mm-hmm. And if you think of it in another, another way, it's super exciting. That means yeah. that anything can happen at any moment. And, yeah. you know, I, I feel like I get to hold the space for a lot of people because, you know, it is, it is scary when people decide to make a change. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because they don't know what the future holds. Um, but I've seen it happen enough that when, you know, when you set a goal and you shift your mindset to believe that goal is possible, so often it happens and it happens sometimes surprisingly quickly and surprisingly yeah. like from weird places like, yeah. you know, you bump into your middle school teacher at the drugstore and they introduce you to somebody that has a job. 
Right. It just, there's just really um, super interesting ways. And I, I'm actually thrilled to, you know, often be the person witnessing these miracles because I think that's what it is, but you got to, you know, got to set it in motion, but we're all capable of it. Yeah. And, and so how do people set it in motion with you? Who are the people you work with most and work with best and how can they find you and begin to work with you if they're interested? Yeah. I mean, I, I work with, um, I work with a lot of marketers. Um, I also worked for a long time in financial services. I work with a lot of people in financial services, but I've worked with people across all functional areas and all industries. I mean, pretty much you name it. I've worked with people in those areas and I, I take a five-step approach. It's, it's getting clear on the goal, starting to build that roadmap. If we identify skills or, you know, maybe credential gaps that need to be bridged, what that will be part of our plan. Um, I give people that safe place to um, let their hair down, you know, mm-hmm just be open about their fears or whatever. Um, And also, um, you know, I'm there to make sure that they're uh, taking action, being held accountable, uh, celebrating, because it's important to keep the energy up. And then finally, like shifting that mindset. If you set a goal, and you don't believe it's possible, it will not happen. You'll, You'll actually sabotage yourself. You have to believe it's possible, even if it's scary to do that. But if people are interested in um, having a free exploratory call with me, they can go to my website, which is terrybmcdougal.com. They can also reach out to me on LinkedIn at, uh, and my handle there is terrybmcdougal. Beautiful. Yeah. And we'll share that on the show notes. So people listening or people watching can uh, find the show notes and, and the links that you just described. You also have a book and a podcast. Tell us about the book. Tell us about the podcast. The book is called Winning the Game of Work, Career, Happiness, and Success on Your Own Terms. And I wrote this after I left the corporate world. I I guess I just was like, I was sort of at that pivot point. And I was looking back over my 30-year career and just thinking about all of the lessons that I learned and thinking about how far I'd come and all, you know, how naive I was in the beginning. And, you know, I think a lot of people who are good students think that when they get into the workplace that they just have to do the same thing that they did in school, like keep your, keep your nose down, you know, or keep your head down and your nose clean and do your homework and raise your hand. And that's not how it works in the workplace. It really is a game. And a lot of times people are like, Oh, this isn't fair. And I'm like, you know what? Learn to play the game. There's rules that nobody tells you. My book is an attempt to share a lot of those rules so people can get savvy about how they're playing the game of work so they can win. Uh, a lot of great stories from, you know, you know, speaking of stories, um, a lot of great stories of other people's careers, you know, because I think that can be very inspirational to see the ups and downs that other people have had to go through to get to a point that most of us would be like, wow, yep. you know, what a success. But yep. A lot of people stop in the middle of their own journey and don't keep going. Um, my podcast, Marketing Mambo, it's just it's a little bit of um, you know a, a look back to to my career marketing. I, I realized that I, I actually I mentioned that I work with a lot of marketers in my coaching practice, and I was actually speaking with one of my 
um, clients about a year and a half ago. She's a marketing consultant. And we just got off on some like tangent about marketing. And she made a comment. Wow, this is such a great conversation. This would make a great podcast. And I was like, ding, ding. (laughs) And I thought, what the heck? I googled, how do you do a podcast? And so that was um, about a year and a half ago that I launched Marketing Mambo. And I just... I just love talking with marketers. I mean, you're going to be a, a guest on my podcast sometime soon. Um, I just love the the topic. And, you know, we talk about many different things that touch the world of marketing. Um, and it's, it's fascinating. Lots of fun. Even if you're not, even if you're not that into marketing, it's just really cool people that have a lot of great ideas about life, <laughs> you know, yeah. not just yeah, marketing. And- and that's one of the stories at play here, that that the work that you do in the context of career advancement, job change, and so forth, so many of those lessons about setting the goal, getting the car in gear, going, being able to pivot, all of those lessons apply to that. They also mm-hmm. apply to your work as a marketer. And so yeah. many of the lessons that, that I emphasize in working as a marketer apply mm-hmm. to mindset and the, the, the satisfaction that you have in your work and in your job, understanding the big picture, setting the goals, yes. empathizing with your coworkers and, and, mm-hmm. and having, having the right perspective. All of these things that we talk about are universal. And I, I see your path from corporate marketer to consultant and coach in the current capacity makes perfect, perfect yeah, sense to me. It does. And yeah. And, and, and the connection that we've had and, and being able to talk about these things makes perfect sense to me. So, um, yeah, it, you know, it's funny because, um, I've been on a lot of podcasts and people have asked me my story and the more I tell my story, the more I understand how it actually does make sense. Because as a marketing leader, I was sitting down with business, uh, leaders and at, you know, understanding their problems, co-creating a path towards solutions that address their business issues. This is exactly what you do as a coach, you know? So it, it, I, I think at some point I was like, wow, this is coming really naturally to me. I feel like I'm more, and then I was like, well, duh, because I did it for many, many years. I was just doing it more around the business, but I had to deal with humans too. And, you know, some of the, the, you know, obstacles that people, that were standing in the way of sometimes business leaders making decisions. And I had to, you know, help push them forward. And it's kind of what I do as a, as a, a coach as well. Yeah. And it, it, it's worked sort of a, the, the opposite way for me, but the same result. I have had clients who go through the process of learning how to do story discovery, learning what makes their prospects tick, all of these things for the purpose of powering up their marketing stories. And then they come to me after they've gone through the process and they realize that, wow, a lot of the work that we've done together, Tom, a lot of the things that you've taught me have made me a better coach, have made me a better consultant because they're listening, they're understanding, they're putting themselves in the prospect's shoes, they're helping the prospect get clarity. All of these are skills that apply to the work that you do as a coach and a mm-hmm. consultant. So yeah, we're all, we're coming at this in, in slightly different ways, but it's all, uh, it, it's, it's so similar. So the book, you can find that book uh, wherever you find books, right. On, on mm-hmm. Amazon, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, Kobo. Yeah. 
Yep. Your website probably has information and a link, I assume. Yeah, it's got a it's got a link back to Amazon. But yes, you, you can come to my t- terrybmcdougall.com. Yep. And the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Wherever you find podcasts at Apple, everywhere. Spotify, yeah. the yep. usual suspects. Amazon, Google, yep. yeah, everywhere. So Terry, anything else you want to share with the audience before we call it a day? Well, you know, going back to those poor, miserable people in Northern Virginia, you know what? Everybody deserves to be happy. If you're Mm -hmm. not feeling happy with what you're doing, face up to that and take responsibility for putting together a plan to move you to a place where you can use your skills and you can be happy. You're doing things that you like to do. You deserve that. The world's yeah. a big place. You don't have to, you know, be stuck someplace um, or saying, I'm going to jump out of the frying pan into the fire. Right. I just, I was cracking up whenever you were like, where, where are we going to go? I don't know any, ba- any place, but here, that could be someplace way worse than where you are. So like take <laughs> exactly. responsibility for your, um, and you know, if you need help, reach out. I've helped lots of people and you're worthy of that. Amen. Amen. Terry, it's been great. Thank you so much. I am so happy our paths have crossed and and there's so much we have in common and and, uh, we see so many things uh, from the same perspective. So I'm looking forward to being on Marketing Mambo sometime down the road. I'm so glad you spent some time here on the Story Power Marketing Show. And those of you who are listening, Glad that you've stuck with us to the end. Rewind, play it again, because there are so many nuggets that uh, Terry delivered in this conversation. Thank you, Terry. We'll see you down. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business-building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.